Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, people. Please hold your applause. The podcast is now starting. Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the podcast titled, You Said It, Not Me. It is a podcast about nothing with a little bit of everything. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Spotify. You can contact us at Instagram, at You Said It, Not Me, Twitter, at You Said It, Not Me Pod, email, You Said It, Not Me Pod, at gmail.com. I'm Tristan, one of your co-hosts, here along with... What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Kay. I'm the beauty and the brains behind this podcast, making sure these two lum nuts stay wow. focused on the topics at hand and give you the information you want to talk about. And I'm Jay the Gray, and I'm here to tell you, if you have an erection that lasts longer than four hours, please see a doctor. Well, well, I mean, okay, well... All right. That's I guess that's sound advice. What if you're a porn star? Don't they have to record for four hours, three hours at a time? I I don't know. I actually don't know the specifics. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's terrifying no, no, no. though. Jada Gray, did you get that from this 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 article we were looking at, where a COVID infected man who is sixty nine years old suffered a three hour uh, erection due to blood clots? <laughs> I'm sorry. Why are you laughing? He died. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no, we're not starting like this. We are not starting. I apologize, first time <laughs> listeners. Um, first time listeners. We usually are more uh, polished than this. We we're, we are professional podcasters. Oh I I apologize on behalf of my uh, co-hosts. I was Clearly ready. not. Let's let's bring it back. Let's I'm bring sorry. it back. Okay. So this is where we shout out our favorite DJ. DJ O'Neal. Yep. Mixing all the hits every Saturday from 6P to 8P on KGVoiceRadio.com. He plays everything from reggae, Mm -hmm. hip hop, Mm -hmm. dancehall, Mm -hmm. rap, pop, bluegrass, as Mm. we talked about, country, line music. Anything you want to hear, he'll play it. Just send him a recommendation and he'll get it started. Dope. All right. So, uh, Kay, how you feeling? How was your week? The week was great. Actually, we had some nice weather. We did have some nice weather. Or by the time people... Actually, last week. I don't... You know what? I don't even know my days anymore because of daylight savings time. I'm all screwed up. Yeah, time is relative. Whatever whatever week we had the great weather, Mm -hmm. that's a good week. Yes. Ah, yes. Jada Gray, how you feeling? I had a somewhat challenging week, but I'm here. What is what is a challenging week mean? What does that mean? Um, and more importantly, did it push you to do drugs? <laughs> you know what? Fortunately, I have managed to avoid drugs. Um, but you know, uh, throughout the work the week, uh, work has been uh, a little tough. But uh, I can say that we managed to overcome the challenges there. I like it. You're a hard worker. Make sure you you work hard. You play hard. Absolutely. You got to take some time for yourself, man. Mm-hmm. They, these companies give you a lot of vacation days and whatnot. You got to use them. Or just JTG, call out. He wants us to ask how his week was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how you? was your week? Yeah, oh, man. me? Oh, shucks, guys. My week was good. It was swell. I stepped uh-huh. outside. It was some, some good weather. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm surprised you're saying we had good weather because good weather for you is like 87 degrees and up. <laughs> 
with the heater on. Well, I mean, it wasn't you, cold. Well, you say it wasn't cold, yet you were still huddled by the the heater. I like no warm. more than one meter away. Did anybody sue the kangaroo for laying on the heated pad? Wow. No, leave me alone. Okay. Wow. That, that that's fair. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope both of you are having a better week than Stacy Dash. Oof. Stacy Dash was this beautiful, beautiful smoke show of a black woman. Did you say was? She, she looks kind of shaky now. I, I don't I mean, know. She's getting older. Yeah, she's aging. She's yeah. still she's still fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm more of like she's more moving more into that vintage vagina territory. So I see. Yeah. So she went on to Fox News and all of these conservative uh, right leaning shows, and she was basically going against a lot of different views that mm-hmm. people that support her and her culture. They, she was going against that, so a lot of people had problems with them, mm-hmm. saying she's canceled, she's not invited to the cookout. And after all she was doing, getting those Fox News checks, and, and of course here on the podcast, you said it, not me. You can believe whatever you want, whether you're leaning left, right, diagonal, upside down, do Center. whatever you want. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And she was saying a lot of things and agreeing with a lot of hurtful things. Now she turned around and she's asking for forgiveness. forgiveness. She called up the podcast, You Said It, Not Me, asking for forgiveness. And I said, okay, I will relay that message. So, Jada Gray, mm-hmm. Kay, I'm asking you both right now, live on air, do you forgive Stacy Dash? Okay. Everyone deserves four chances. Four chances. <laughs> so I forgive Stacy Dash. Okay. JTG? Honestly, I don't care. Oh. Yeah. Um, whatever Stacey Dash's opinions are on politics or anything else, they have no direct effect on my life. Mm. Stacey Dash could say that she likes to wear underwear inside out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it doesn't Is that do a political opinion? Sorry? You know, in 2021, that probably is a political opinion. That probably it definitely is. is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everything is a, a political opinion now. Stand on a platform or something. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, take that, Stacy. Speaking of political things, mm-hmm. the uh, the Burger King. You guys know Burger King. Okay, mm-hmm. what, what's your go to Burger King order? Well, I haven't had Burger King in a very long time. So Are you I'm on a diet? Gonna, I'm just gonna go with whatever's on sale. Are you watching your figure? No, I literally just told you I'm going with whatever's on sale. JTG, what's your go to Burger King order? Man, I don't have any go tos. Um, I am a burger connoisseur, and. Uh, I've just not had any sort of craving for anything Burger King related in a long time. In a very long, I think it's with age. Yeah. When you were younger, <laughs> yeah, we, you could crave the Burger mm-hmm. King and the McDonald's. But mm-hmm. when you're older, you're like, how about yeah. I get a real piece of meat? That's a fact. <laughs> and we, we talk about that on earlier podcasts, too. Once you hit a certain age, you just can't eat. Like, if, this, if the cereal has too much sugar, mm-hmm. if the burger has too much grease or something like that, you, yep. can't, you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Burger King tweeted out on International Women's Day at 1.01 a.m. on the 8th of March. Mm. <laughs> quote, women belong in the kitchen, end quote. So, I, I guess they're going for some kind of shock value. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely to rile people up. Yeah. And they, they followed up that after they got everybody's attention, after 150,000 retweets, 160 quote tweets, 604K likes, they finally followed up and said... If they want to, of course. Yet only 20% of chefs are women. We're on a mission to change the gender ratio in the restaurant industry by empowering female employees with the opportunity to pursue a culinary career. 
first, they need to fire whoever thought this was a good tweet. Whoever the marketing person. Yeah. Well, it's a hit or miss because mm-hmm. no, because <clears throat> good or bad publicity is good pu- publicity because you want to be out there and you want people to like see you. Mm-hmm. So even if you're talking shit, mm-hmm. you're getting noticed, mm-hmm. and that was the intention. Even though it was bad, but right. it still got reactions, and that's what you want to do. A wise man once said, controversy creates cash. Cash. Shout out to Eric Bischoff. So, is that why these companies do these seemingly racist things and then everybody starts talking about it? Oh, I hate well, this company. sometimes the person who put it out genuinely is just ignorant and mm. didn't know or didn't talk to the correct people in the room. Was, wasn't it H&M that had that yeah, uh, controversial thing? Monkey was it the coolest monkey in the, in the jungle kid. on the little black boy model? Yeah, yeah that... That wasn't smart. So you figured Papa John's would somehow incorporate his racism into the pizza sales before <sighs> you know before <sighs> he left. <sighs> like, <sighs> how come he didn't do one of those campaigns? So this is one of my favorite uh, things to come out recently. I mean, the man said that he spent the last twenty months <laughs> trying to remove the N word <laughs> from his vocabulary. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why do you so, need 20 months to remove? A- he's going through rehab. It's a process. Don't shame people for going through a process. See, okay. that's the problem with this country. They don't rehabilitate people. They just want to cancel him. So he's going through mm-hmm. his rehab center, mm-hmm. trying to remove the N-word from his vocabulary. Mm-hmm. He wakes up in the morning, probably says a, a prayer to white Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then he goes over. A black person says, good morning. And he says, good morning. Nice day we're having. He's suppressing the N-word in there. So he's working through it. I wonder if you can say, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, that, see, now that's probably, like, how you pass the rehab test. How mm. do you pass rehab? Like, when did they know you're finished with rehab? Like, did they put a line they of coke project? in front of you and you, you just can't start twitching? How do they know? I don't know. I guess Be- the psychiatrist writes down your progress. Mm-hmm. And if you're not triggered by whatever was triggering you, triggering you before... Mm-hmm. Then you probably pass the test. Mm. Okay, okay, I like that. <laughs> so, so for Papa John, what you just stick a bunch of black people yeah, in front of him, starting lineup for the yep. New York Knicks in front so of him. So what do you call this person? Nice. Nice. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. You just oh strain and start bleeding through the nose, oh trying no. not to, trying not to say the bad word. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! You know what that reminds you of? That reminds you of that uh, South Park skit where. Um, Dude was on uh, Wheel of Fortune, right? Oh, and yes. it said, it said uh, the category was like people who annoy you, and it was N blank mm-hmm. uh, G G E R. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So you know they were standing there waiting for him to say, "Hey, what's the letter that's missing?" Mm-hmm. So he said it was I, right? Mm-hmm. But instead, they were looking for A. <laughs> so it's nagger. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god. JTG, remember back in the day when you get inside a Call of Duty lobby? Mm-hmm. They'll just letting that word oh, absolutely. fly. Absolutely. Like, it'd be a little ten year old, eleven year old kid mm-hmm. just letting that word fly. Oh, and if his mother heard him, oh my god, yeah. she would have no ass. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do you know that for sure? Do you hear do you guys physically hear the beatings on screen on you hear them yelling. the headphones? You hear them yelling. You hear the kids yelling or the parents the, the, the yelling? The parents yelling. You hear the parents yelling. Yes, ma! I didn't train you to talk like that, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, ma! Wow. Mm-hmm. So, it seems to be an issue. At least he's going to get... <laughs> I can't even say what a straight face. 
He's going to get rehab. Yeah. He's and been working on the last 20 months. I think he's going to get like a special coin yeah. to commemorate Maybe, it. You know how you have the nicotine patch and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Maybe oh, he's, he's down to like... a special coin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the you rehab, have not the said the N word for 10 <laughs> days. Here is yeah. your silver coin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's probably down to like 15 word times a day. Like yeah. he stubs his toe. You know? So He'll make it. You know, shout out, you. shout out to him. I hope he, he gets through rehab on that. Yes, Similarly, job. there was a, a story in... Um, I don't remember where it was, but it was at a basketball game. Yes. And the announcer had a hot mic, and uh, he decided that it was a good idea to describe the kneeling basketball players as uh, yes. Negroes. Yes. Oh, I <laughs> so, thought you were talking about the nappy headed hoes. No, no, oh, no. That, that oh, was another dude. That dude one? died. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say, is he dead? Oh, he died? Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Wow. Yeah. So I have the article here from TMZ Sports. Mm-hmm. 44 year old Matt Rowan, who mm-hmm. admits. It's his voice making the insanely offensive comments about the girls' basketball team while they were kneeling for the national anthem. Well, I wonder what he blamed it on, though. So, interestingly enough, he mm. called them uh, effing N-words on there. Mm. And he said, quote, I will state that I suffer from type 1 diabetes, mm. and during the game, my sugar was spiking. Mm-hmm. End quote. So, there you have it. Type 1 diabetes. Causes temporary racism. Causes temporary, uh, <laughs> temporary racism. Yeah, I see. I've never heard of this before. Yeah, I hope there's a cure for like so, temporary racism. So something that we do if you're a millennial, mm-hmm. when you have any kind of ailments, maybe mm-hmm. your head is hurting, your elbows hurting, something. The first thing you do is you Google your symptoms, which you're not supposed to do mm-hmm. because if you do, it'll always tell you you have cancer. I don't care <laughs> if you stub your toe, you Google your symptoms, you have cancer. So I just <laughs> pulled up the type okay. one diabetes symptoms, and I'm right. just gonna read them really quickly. Mm-hmm. Increased thirst. Okay. Frequent urination. Mm. I'm just going to stop there because we, we, everybody in this room probably has type 1 diabetes off of those two. Okay. Basically. Uh, bedwetting in children who previously didn't wet the bed at night. What? Extreme hunger. Oh, I, that's me. Oh, that's you. Yeah. Unintended weight loss. Okay. Irritability and other mood changes. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fatigue and weakness. That's me. Blurred vision. And last but not least, mm-hmm. racism. So I think they just edited that into the WebMD page because it yeah. wasn't there a couple of days ago. Thank you, WebMD, for being yeah, so they're, they're honest. Things. Wow. We appreciate you. All right. So hopefully he goes through the same thing mm-hmm. that uh, the Papa John's man is doing, the same rehab. He's rehab. Trying, yeah. yeah. Specifically for the uh, racism. All right. Mm-hmm. So for the first time ever on this podcast, I want to introduce a new segment. And it involves the hot seat. Okay, oh. JTG and I, we are putting you on the hot seat. Do you mm. want to apologize? What am I apologizing for exactly? Now she doesn't know what mm. she's apologizing for. So, on the previous episode, episode 24, <clears throat> Kay made a scathing review on debunking your childhood about the great Pepe Le Pew. She yes. talked about how he's nasty, he's handsy, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And the very next day, what do I see? An article stating that Pepe Le Pew has been cut from Space Jam 2. So, Kay, you are perpetuating cancel culture, and you're part of the problem. You got a first man all, fired from all, his job. How could you do something all, like this, Kay? I never said that. <laughs> okay? I never said that. Okay. Second of all, mm-hmm. if I did say it, not saying I did, mm-hmm. well then, good, good for me. Because we're getting the rapey man out of here. So, from what I can understand, uh, the segment that was supposed to be in Space Jam 2 was supposed to actually be about consent. They were, what, what, yes. What? So, he was going Literally to ask, about consent. So he was going to ask a cat 
disguised as a skunk or misdisguised as a skunk if he can steal her, steal her up? I don't know if LeBron was supposed to scold him or and say, hey, listen, if you want to touch the cat, uh, you need to ask her if she's okay with it. Do you, I don't know if it was a scolding thing yeah. or what, but... So, JTG, before you up? touch the cat, do you mm-hmm. ask every time before you touch it? Sometimes you just got to go for it. Sometimes. <laughs> what about the melons? Sorry? The, the melons? melons? Yeah, do you do you ask about that or uh, you just feel the firmness to see if they're ripe? Uh, when I'm in the grocery store, I do feel the firmness of the melons. Oh, wow. You don't care where you are. You just grab them, huh? Wherever I can. Yeah. Right. Well, then. Gotta do what you gotta do. Okay, so... Now that the stimmy has landed, it's here. My pockets is getting fatter already. JTG, you got anything lined up what you want to buy with your stimmy? Yes. I am going to invest. I am going to buy an LLC. There you go. I am going to uh, go to a uh, wealth class. I like it. You know? And I'm I'm just going to uh, do whatever Twitter tells me to do. (laughs) That's kind of like on the social media wars that we have where... The, all these business people are telling them what to do with their mm-hmm. stimmy, saying you gotta mm-hmm. everything you're saying, you gotta invest, you gotta buy an LLC mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, I'm I'm glad to hear that, Jada Gray. I have evolved. You've evolved. Yes. Okay. What do you What are you doing with your uh, stimmy? Well, I for for sure want to get rid of all my panties with holes in it. <laughs> so I'm definitely gonna go hit up that Victoria's Secret sale, the mm-hmm. seven for thirty five. But then while I'm there I'm also gonna ask Victor for his secret since I have stimmy money now. Mm. Oh, I like it. I need to know what I need to know what's the secret. The okay. secret ingredient yeah. in the panties. You know what? Kay just made me think. Yes. Uh not only will I do everything that Twitter wants me to do, mm-hmm. I will go to Golden Crust. Oh. And instead of ordering an oxtail dinner I need the ox. You need the, the entire ox. ox. The whole ox. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Mm. Spending your money wisely. I mean, a lot of people will actually be able to afford oxtail with the stimmy. Yeah, that's and true. gravy. And gravy. You get <laughs> oxtail gravy too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me, personally, what I'm going to do is I've been holding out for a while. You know, you have something on your wish list and your bucket mm-hmm. list you want to buy, but I was just holding off, you know, hoping that Mr. Biden could make something happen, which he did. So, shout out to you, Mr. Biden. And now that I have this stimmy, there's about 17 different OnlyFans that I was looking to subscribing to. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to do that, subscribe mm-hmm. there. It'll probably take out maybe like 75% of my stimmy, but, you know, it's it's my money. I've earned it from yeah. the government. So. Yeah. And you're helping uh, others, you know, with the there money. You know. Yep. You're helping men or women. I don't know what you want to look at. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, that's Okay. You're helping them pay their bills, and that's 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 big of you. Yeah, it really. You're is paying mine. it forward. They'll yes. appreciate you. Or I can just order a shotgun and have it delivered, like this 11 year old. <laughs> <laughs> oh so I'm just going to read this this art, the article here really quick from 660 News, sent over to my my brethren in Toronto. Shout out to you, Jake. Uh, and it says. An Ottawa woman says she was surprised to discover a 12-gauge shotgun delivered into the hands of her 11-year-old son during a postal mix-up. So the kid said, quote, Mom, Mom. you've got to see this. Mm-hmm. There's a gun. End quote. Mm-hmm. So how does this happen? Uh, actually, actually, I have a gripe to pick with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I have a gripe. A gripe Why? To pick because this story is like it's touching me on a personal level. Okay. So the some kind of postal mix up, and mm-hmm. he received a shotgun. Mm-hmm. I ordered a defrosting tray for Chef K mm-hmm. to you know to help her in her process mm-hmm. of cooking. What Amazon and Jeff Bezos decided to send me 
was 48 ounces of substitute sugar. <laughs> Not just any sugar. It was like confections sugar. Yeah, well, so it was like very, very, it, very fine powdered sugar. Yeah, it's, okay. it's like I think, decorative sugar for baking. You see, Kay's getting very professional now. Mm-hmm. I believe it's what she said. It's confections sugar. When mm-hmm. she looked at me at first after reading it, she said, oh my goodness, they sent you confederate sugar? <laughs> Like what is this some kind of Papa John's awesome. sugar? That's the Papa John's sugar he uses this is some in the kind of Civil War era sugar. <laughs> 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 All right, oh my God. All right. Anyways, yeah. So an eleven-year-old got a twelve-gauge shotgun. Did it come with bullets? I don't know. Listen, listeners, put it in your Google machine. If you don't know what a twelve-gauge shotgun is, it's the gun that they use in every horror film to take down the big, bad, nasty man, stabbing everybody. That's a twelve-gauge shotgun. The fact that um, the mother was saying that. They didn't request any ID. They just like handed the shotgun to the child. You know what that is? That's a male person that just don't give an F. That's a fact. I'm just trying to get this delivery. I'm trying to go to my jet. I'm trying to go home. I'm trying to eat some food, go to sleep. I'm not dealing with this. So Hmm. what I'm trying to figure out is if like the gun was in some kind of plastic wrap (laughs) and the child just looks at it. It's like, oh, it's a gun. (laughs) Right. Or was it actually in a box and, you know, this child, Do he guns opened. come in boxes? Yeah, what, I'm not sure. I don't know what the gun delivery system delivery, is like. like. method of a gun? Yeah. But anyway, uh, shout out to the uh, postal service. I, I, I wonder if guns come in boxes. Like a decorative box? Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to Canada. Shout out to you, Jake, for sending us that international story there. We're, Thanks, we're evolving, guys. Our next story, our latest and greatest story. Michigan man with suspended license appears in virtual court hearing sitting in the driver's seat of a car. So, of course, we have this COVID, you know, everything's online, everything's virtual. Mm -hmm. So maybe he was just trolling them. He's like, listen, I got to appear in this court. And there's an image I'm looking at here. Throw it (laughs) into your Google machine. And he's literally sitting in the driver's side of the car while at this virtual court meeting thing. So... With a suspended license. With a suspended license. So he's license. going back to jail. He, he, so apparently the guy told the judge uh, that he was sitting in his boss's vehicle mm-hmm. and he didn't drive. I, I have a quote here from mm-hmm. this article. And it says, quote, mm-hmm. I believe you drove wherever you are in the vehicle you're in and you're dumb enough to go on video with you sitting in the driver's seat of a vehicle. Makes me think you haven't gotten the message. End quote. Judge Oof. Jeffrey Middleton said. Oof. Damn. Oh, Damn. I thought that was a woman. It's a woman? No, I thought the judge was a woman. Jeffrey here has long flowing hair in this in this image I'm looking at. Oh, wow. Kind of reminds me of Martha Stewart. Shout out to Martha. Maybe he uses herbal essences. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, imagine, like, you're supposed to go to virtual court for, like, I don't know, robbery, right? Mm-hmm. And then you show up in virtual court in, yeah, in a ski mask, <laughs> wielding a pistol. Like, oh, my God. That's awesome. That's great. That's awesome. All right. Kay, what happened to your homegirl? Like, is, are they working it out? Like, what's 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 going on? Mm, J-Lo, uh, man. I think we're about, you're your about Bronx to say, brethren. I feel like we're going into the J-Lo territory. You, I mean, you, that's well, your Bronx people. originally, it was reported that J-Lo and A-Rod had called it quits. Do they call him J-Rod? I saw a couple people saying that. Is that, is that a thing? J-Rod? I don't know, but you know people like to fuse people's name for no no reason. Yeah. 
But apparently they were broken up. Like the engagement was off after two years. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly she got too fed up and said, like, stop with your damn rumors. We're not broken up. We're just working it out. Mm -hmm. But apparently he has some kind of fling with a Southern Charm Charm actress. But is she really an actress? No, because Southern Charm is more like a reality show. Mm -hmm. Southern Charm is a show? (laughs) Southern Charm is a show about people in the South. It's Mm kind of like... It's a reality show, okay. but just southern people getting Louisiana. I want to say Louisiana people getting together and you know just partying and enjoying life. And he had a fling with one of the women, and she actually made it known on an episode of Southern Charm. And then that's oh. when the whole debacle came up. What the heck? After she Yo. signed an NDA. Let me, what? Let me wait. So so A Rod had the side chick sign an NDA. Yep. And, and and the shorty went on her show and talked about it. Like how did she allude to and it? Everybody like, was like, "What the heck?" Yeah, that's so. That's all wild. that came out, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm assuming him and J Lo dealt with it when it did happen, but right. because it's now public, I it's like you almost have to fight for your relationship in the public so mm-hmm. that people yeah. can see that you are taking notice of what's going yeah. on and you're handling it. So. That's where I guess the rumors started where they were breaking up, but the two-year engagement was off, and mm-hmm. everyone was just like, well, there it is again. Jayla's calling it quits. Mm-hmm. From what I can understand, uh, in uh, recent uh, happenings, A-Rod has been buying very extravagant gifts for J-Lo. Yeah. So it's That's like, what you got to do when you got a side chick. Yeah. <laughs> it's an expensive game, bro. So, I mean, I, I suppose maybe they one? already dealt with this, and <laughs> this is his way of apologizing. He's just buying her stuff and all that. Um, but that leads me to think. Like, when people are ultra rich, right? Mm-hmm. And they buy each other, like, super extravagant gifts. Yeah. Does it phase them anymore? Like, I always wondered, like... I, it, I think I think it, it does still, right? Like, when, listen, when, when, when Kobe messed up... Mm-hmm. He bought Vanessa a very expensive ring mm-hmm. and then got her a Lamborghini. No, that was... he didn't. Why does everybody keep saying that? Oh, he that, did not buy news? her a Lamborghini because of the mess. He bought her the Lamborghini for her birthday when she turned like 21. Mm-hmm. No. Stop it, people. All he did was buy her that the expensive ring. ring. That mm. ring, yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah. So, so and everything's... shout out to Vanessa. Yeah. So everything's good with your your Bronx. Home well, yeah, they're they're working it out, guys. They're All working right. it out because I know J Lo is, you know, the five zero, mm-hmm. and she just can't deal with more men drama. She went from that first guy to mm-hmm. Chris Judd to mm-hmm. Mark ben, Anthony. Mark no Wait, ben, why, Affleck. ben Affleck. Why are you not naming Diddy? Oh crap! Right. Oh, yeah, that so was Chris a thing. Judd, Diddy, mm-hmm. Ben Affleck, yeah. Mark Anthony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now a Rod, like she doesn't have it in her to keep. Exposing her children to all yeah. these men. She like, got the Mark Anthony children. Yeah, Mark Anthony twins. So, yeah. like, A Rod is it, because then she's going to have to introduce him to another man, and then. So, should she just. Blend her family. Should she again. just come back to the Bronx and bag somebody? If she wants she to get back to her roots. in an automobile shop, then sure, but, what? like, I don't think that's what she wants. Isn't JTG from the Bronx? No. Call me Jello. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm. I'm going to let JTG run with this. Okay. What you got? I'll just say what <clears throat> we have here mm-hmm. during uh, pre-production. Uh, moon sperm. <laughs> so, for some reason, scientists want to send millions of sperm to the moon. And from what I can understand, the plan is to send the sperm to the moon because the Earth is very dangerous and... 
they want the sperm to survive and just in case something happens to the population they can use the sperm on the moon to impregnate women yeah women that don't exist i have no are idea we, are they sending millions of eggs to the moon as well so <laughs> from what i can understand they're, they're, they're supposed to just be like uh pretty much ready to go from what i can understand and also uh, if the plan is supposed to happen mm-hmm. it's supposed to take hundreds of trips literally hundreds of trips to actually deliver the sperm mm-hmm. to the moon so when I first saw this article, I was trying to figure out if they were trying to impregnate the moon. <laughs> I was very confused. But reading into the story does not help me. Yeah. It, it sounds like the people that are like trying to put this together are insane. Yes. Because it's like, oh, the, the, the earth is so volatile. It's dangerous. Uh, volcanoes can happen and, and all kinds of natural disasters and war and all that. So we can't keep the sperm here. Send it to the moon. Yeah. Emergency sperm. So uh, 6.7 million sperm samples to the moon do you so the, the thing that blows my mind is this sounds ultra expensive yeah why don't we just like i don't know use the money to pay for healthcare or something and that's what people are saying they're like we just want healthcare, and they're referring to this project as the ark yes yes so exactly so jtg mm-hmm. how much did did you deliver add to this is it the point seven or did five million all by myself oh <laughs> oh absolutely Absolutely. Been working day and night. <laughs> Just cranking it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You got to do what you got to do. Help the human race. Your hands. Let me see your hands. I'm no, right no. Sore. Sore. My, my right arm let's, is just... Let's get out of here. Wrong mm-hmm. right arm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you... <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, it's, it sounds... the women to carry it, it, it and... Just... and Grow said sperm oh inside of them. Are it, they shipping aliens out there? Like, it sounds like something out like of a bad movie. It just doesn't make, it doesn't who, make who sense. Who said that? Who said this? Yeah, send it's a great sperm. idea. Yeah, like, Light it up. Send it out. Let's contact NASA right now. Get the sperm up there. Like, what? It just doesn't make it sense. Doesn't, it's the world right. is weird. Instead right. of like doing sensible stuff we okay. come up with these and who's things, the yeah. lucky woman that gets to live on the moon and deliver the babies it must be easy to deliver a baby on the moon because there's no gravity, no gravity. The baby just slips mm. out and just floats around and, and floats literally floats and die no oh, you're gonna use the cord to bring cord, it back yeah, oh, gonna, yeah. to reel it back in so what's the next topic thank you um uh, okay of course when your favorite <laughs> films dropped in china though so did you go and check it out greece is in china no, <laughs> the original Avatar did something very, very shady. Mm-hmm. Uh, shadiness to the levels that are probably up there with K's reality TV shows she watched. <laughs> Avengers Endgame was the number one grossing film. Mm-hmm. So what does James Cameron and company do? He drops Avatar, which was number two, in China, and it quickly overtakes Avengers Endgame and becomes the number one grossing film of all time again. <sighs> First of all, I, I, I don't even know how Avatar became the number one grossing film. Actually, I'm lying. I do. Mm-hmm. If you guys here remember, when mm-hmm. Avatar first came out way mm-hmm. back in 2009, they were touting the 3D features. It was right. like when 3D first came back. Whatever patent they had mm-hmm. that they had to remove, it's back and they could do 3D. 
and everybody kept saying you got to see this movie in 3ds i probably saw it like three weeks late mm-hmm. when it's already in but that was that's what was happening it's a lot of word of mouth hey you got to check this out you got to exactly check this what out it is. so so let me ask you guys this yeah were you guys wowed by the story of uh avatar avatar yes k doesn't guys... even remember the story k give, give the listeners a quick <laughs> give the listeners a quick summary of avatar yo get off me like that means that she's not going to do this. yes i can it's it's about uh-huh. an, a planet mm-hmm. full yes. of blue blue people mm-hmm. and they send sperm to this planet yes <laughs> Okay. They sent sperm to this planet so that people with handy, capable abilities mm-hmm. can can run and jump again. Yes. Oh so gosh. that's what happened. And then the humans got jealous. And then mm-hmm. there was an all-out war between the blue, blue people mm-hmm. and the humans. Yes. And and then when you die, you get sucked up into the, the ground yes. by, by the ancestors. And mm-hmm. you put your tail on the plant. And then mm-hmm. maybe you live, maybe you won't. This is one of the greatest movie synopses <laughs> that I've was perfect. ever heard in my life. Go watch Avatar. K with the ringing endorsement. I think we have a new segment here. <laughs> yeah. K, <laughs> K, K reviews a film she maybe or maybe not remembers. Because <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> new segment, K Memory Bank. <laughs> Thank you, K. That was awesome. Siskel and Ebert don't got shit on you. No. Just put K in there. A Texas man drove a loner truck to rob a a bank. Okay. Why did he do that? You know what? Like, I have to give him props because you could tell that he just, he thought he had the master plan. Yes. He said, I'm going to take this loner vehicle. Mm -hmm. From the BMW dealership. From the BMW dealership. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to use it to rob a bank. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to take the money from the bank to buy a BMW. BMW. Beautiful. Isn't so this is like the American dream here. Like he's hustling, he's motivated, and they put him in jail. Like (laughs) this is the hypocrisy of America. He was living his American dream to get it by any means necessary. Right. And they get rid of him. He's out here grinding, ladies and gentlemen. That's crazy. Oh. Alright, so shout out to you, Eric Dion Warren. Speaking of petty stuff like James Cameron and Avatar, Netflix is set to release a documentary on the last ever blockbuster store. So the the problem here is that <laughs> they're releasing a documentary about mm-hmm. the last ever blockbuster store, and the only reason they're in this predicament is because they killed Blockbuster. Mm-hmm. You want to watch something, you go watch it on some kind of digital medium. They used to send out the DVDs to your house. Even that was kind of hitting uh, Blockbuster in the fields. Yeah. yeah, but it was a little scary because if it didn't, if it got lost in the mail, then it's you're your held responsible for mm-hmm. that disc. Damn. And you can only receive a new disc once they received their disc. Question for you guys. Did you guys ever use that version of Netflix before? I did I, not. I did. I did. I did. You did? Oh. Mm-hmm. We, we had like the two disc package mm-hmm. so we can order two discs it gets shipped to our house but then in order to get two new discs you have to send those back and they had to receive it and mm-hmm. then we got it it looks like wow. all that worked out for netflix it definitely when did. they in in they had an ipo it was going trading for like nine dollars and now it's just it's it's, it's shout out to, to you if you it, invested it's better to have a digital library mm-hmm. over the disc and the vhs and everything else mm-hmm. so it's funny you mentioned that uh as you, as you guys already know, industries are changing, right? So we're talking about disc. Uh, recently, numbers have been coming out saying that people aren't really buying physical video game disc anymore. Mm-hmm. People are just going ahead and downloading them. So in the, it looks like in the future, 
you know, people won't be buying uh, video games with a physical disc anymore. It's just going to be straight downloads. Yeah. Some people are very f- afraid of our all digital future, but I, I say just, bring it on. It's just that the the American internet Ugh. speeds are aren't up to par. Mm-hmm. So along with being petty and mm-hmm. dropping a blockbuster documentary, they're also thinking ways to eliminate password sharing. Yes. So if you have your ex right now and you're using their password still and they didn't notice, bad luck for you, buddy. Netflix is going to give you the boot. Yeah. So in an effort to... Uh, get the maximum amount of money possible. Mm-hmm. Netflix does not want us to share with our friends, loved ones, side pieces. <laughs> so, what is it going to be? One password to device or? One password to rule them all. Good. Or Good. it's going to be more of a hey, we don't really recognize this particular device. So, what we're going to do is we're going to send a verification code to the main account holder's uh, email Ooh. or uh, phone number. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you're going to need to put that code in in order for you to access Netflix. So, you, but so see, but sorry. But go ahead. Go I don't ahead. see the. I don't see how this is going to eliminate the problem because all I got to do is send you a quick text and ask you for the verification code and then plug that? it in. What if what if what it's if, my ex and yeah, I forgot that, to uh, change go. my password? It's my ex. I forgot to change my password. She's been oh, if it's watching your ex, then yes, then there's there's you know, SOL. Mm-hmm. But if it's like us, mm-hmm. we can easily still keep sharing oh, it or this family. Netflix, if you're listening, I am not participating in this crime that Kay is talking about. I will oh, not be sharing my uh, password. Absolutely go ahead, Kay. What are you saying? I don't even know the password, <laughs> so I can't even share it. What is a password? I don't know. Kay got a text of ex. Hey, big head. <sighs> God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hail Britannia. Okay, you want to tell us what happened with the royal family? I'm on the edge of my seat. Not really, because I, I don't work for the royal family. You, you could have fooled me. However, mm-hmm. however, us fellow Americans got a little British tea to sip on last Sunday. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. See what you did there. The British are coming. The British are coming. Yes, this isn't the, this isn't the only time we spilled British tea on American <laughs> soil, mm. bringing it back to the Boston Tea Party. But <laughs> back right. yes, apparently, Duchess Meghan and Dutch what what do you call it? Duke? There Duke. you go. Dutch. It's okay. Duke and Duchess of Sussex, mm-hmm. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are ousted from the family. Mm-hmm. Didn't so, they leave? Uh, they did leave, but apparently. They've been telling the family that they were trying to bounce for the past two years. Wow. And every time they tried to bring it up to your Royal Highness, mm-hmm. she was not about that life. She's like, no, 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 I'm too busy for no, 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 I'm not trying to hear that. Mm-hmm. And she would never take the meeting to discuss their departure. Right. So instead of saying, oh, we were aware that they left, they sprung it on some, we had no idea they were leaving. How could they do this to us? But you know what? Mm. We still love them. Well, while they always knew that they wanted to leave because Megan it was not m- cut out for this she she said it she she can't deal with it like at first she was gun ho like yeah i'm about to do whatever it takes whatever i got to do to support the man i love if mm-hmm. i need to walk away from social media mm-hmm. acting america i'm doing it cuz i'm here <laughs> for him and i love him mm-hmm. and that's been her mentality the whole process right, right. or die but every time, but once they got married and she got fully integrated, in, inter, yes, intertwined into the royal family, mm-hmm. she just started to see all the BS just start unraveling. Mm-hmm. There's like, like everyone knows that social media, over, not social media, the press over in 
London is ferocious. Yeah. Like, they yeah. are going to do whatever it takes to get the story. So, they released the story um, a couple of days before Prince Harry and Meghan's wedding that she actually made the Duchess, that she made the Duchess of Cambridge, Kate Middleton, cry. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, it was Kate that made Meghan cry. Right. But they're not going to talk about that mm. because because Meg- Kate is slated to be the new queen mm-hmm. once you know it goes through all the other stages of yeah. royalty mm-hmm. everybody well, well, for that uh, correct my american ignorance but for that to happen um the queen has to die the queen and then... has to perish mm-hmm. then prince charles has mm-hmm. to perish mm-hmm. and then william will take reign so by the time wait uh so queen charles and then william, william. So mm-hmm. by the time William takes the throne, people are they're living longer and longer. So it doesn't really matter. Cause when- All I know is that I hope the queen lives longer than her fucking son. That's all Ooh. I want. Well, well, that- I need her to outlive Charles and that he never touches the throne. So, that's uh, what wow. I yeah. want. So that's wow. probably going to happen. And what's going to happen when the queen finally dies, we'll probably go straight to William. And then he can ask Prince Philip for advice because by then he'll be like 157 years old. Probably mm-hmm. too. 200 by the, yeah he will, he, he will look like the lady from spongebob who gets hype off of chocolate like the <laughs> mother chocolate. the oh mother gosh. who calls her <laughs> you know the lady that loves she's a sentient spinal cord, <laughs> spinal cord in a wheelchair that's gonna oh be prince philip by the time william is a king but while she was in while she was going through the wedding process like she there was a little tip that they had and kate made her cry mm-hmm. and she Megan never reached out to the media because you know what it was handled and dealt at home and it didn't need to be out there but somebody got wind of it and things spun but what really hurt Megan is the fact that Kate never came out and said no no no, that's a lie other Mm. people did but not Kate Mm. so she had that and then you I don't know if anyone's been watching the crown but we saw from the crown with Princess Diana was kind of trapped in like a wing of the castle and she really mm-hmm. couldn't do anything mm-hmm. like her all her independence was gone mm-hmm. yeah. and then we have megan an american woman who's used to you know working and posting social media and going about her life freely mm-hmm. now she's in this palace where they take away her keys her license her passport her cell, cell phone, phone. Mm-hmm. and she's just locked up in this corner and has to live so, but when she was going through a pregnancy with Archie, she's like suffered from severe loneliness while mm-hmm. um, Harry was out doing the tours, mm-hmm. you know, his, his royal duties. Mm-hmm. And she had explained to the firm or the institution, as, she, as they call it, <laughs> that she's unhappy and she, she needs help. Like she needs, men- like she's mentally not there anymore. She mm-hmm. needs help. All this media backlash she's getting, the severe loneliness, mm-hmm. the uh, just getting to her. She's not used to it. And when she reached out for help, they turned around and told her, you're not a paid employee. Damn. Interesting. So after that, she only thing she could do is cry to her husband on some, I don't want to live anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. And that really hurt him. And then after she expressed how she was feeling, she was forced to go to some kind of gala the next day and smile. Yeah. And it's like, and Harry was mentioning that no matter what you're going through or no matter how you're feeling, you always got to put on this brave face and just push through it because that's your job. Mm-hmm. So after they decided to leave because, you know, Megan can't handle this anymore, the royal family's like, oh, okay, you're bouncing. Well, then we're cutting you off. And by cutting you off meant no security and mm. no money. So they basically let them leave 
with nothing. And they tried to move within the, what do you call it, the Commonwealth. They mm-hmm. went to Canada. They right. were even considering going to New Zealand, Tonga, all those different Commonwealth yeah. co- countries. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, nope, nope, not far enough, not far enough. Can't, they went to Canada, nope, not far enough. And then a major, major breakthrough from this interview was the fact that there was cons- the royal family, because they didn't want to mention who it was, but I feel like it was Kate's bitch ass, but whatever, (laughs) (laughs) said that there was concerns about the color of Archie's skin, of what it would be once he's here. Mm -hmm. So So they decided not to give him a title. So not only was he not getting a title, he was not getting security. And Megan reached out to the family and said, got it. You don't have to give me security. You don't have to give Archie security. You don't have to give him a title. But please don't take it away from my husband. And they still did because he left to be with her. Damn. And the only way they were able to survive in America was because Tyler Perry mm-hmm. gave them his house in Cali as well as security mm-hmm. to get them by until they were back on their feet. And so far they've been living off of Princess Diana's will money that yeah. she had left mm-hmm. for Harry. So that's how they've been surviving and maintaining their own security. Right. And now... They are on their own in their own house, not too far from Oprah, which Mm. is how she scored this free interview. Yes, Mm. Megan got no money for this. Mm. Oprah got no money for this. And it was just like complete honesty. I Mm. saw Oprah got seven mil. Are you serious? Yeah. From who? From who? Maybe it's the company. I I just saw the number seven mil. Wow. Because maybe it's fake news. I don't know. Before the interview started. Yeah. They made it perfectly clear that nobody was making money off of this interview. Mm -hmm. It's just pure honesty. Social media wars, probably. People going back and forth. What? Really? I mean, we got to look into that. All right. That's crazy. But yeah, so now they're trying to make it work. Um, We heard that Prince Charles isn't accepting Harry's calls. Yeah. He FaceTimed a couple of times with her Royal Highness. Mm -hmm. Um, She know how to do FaceTime? I'm sure somebody in the team knows how to do yeah. it just real she doesn't need to know just he anything did, he did say that philip that prince philip just closed it instead of like leaving the zoom or whatever and <laughs> stuff like that but um so they're still checking up on archie and he's like at the end of the day that's my family he felt trapped but yeah. hey it is what it is mm-hmm. he has no relationship with william interesting and um what else did we get from the interview they're expecting a baby girl in the summer Mm-hmm. So he has his little family to worry about now. He doesn't have to deal with any of that and the royal duties and nothing. He's he's just a regular man living in California with his wife and kids. And yeah. that's how it should be. So mm-hmm. tell, tell me about the, the... I think they were doing... The royal institution was doing damage control before so, yeah, and after. Be, so tell me about before that. The, first of all, before the interview even aired on CBS, the BBC blocked it from airing in london until Mm -hmm. monday obviously they wanted to chop and screw what can and cannot be heard Mm -hmm. and plus it aired at 3 a.m so in 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 london it aired like in three at 3 33 3 30 a.m so there's also that but they blocked it until monday and then right before the interview Queen elizabeth and the whole family had a commonwealth celebration (laughs) And they tried their darndest to represent every country with people of color. Mm-hmm. Either you were black, Indian, if you were from Pacific Islanders, you had to have color in order for you Some kind of to melody. be there. Yes. So, and the thing that got me was when it first started, mm-hmm. they played Bob Marley's One Love 
and it was such a weak rendition mm-hmm. and they literally had one black person from here you're gonna be you're gonna be speaking in this language you're gonna be mm-hmm. from this country you're gonna be from new zealand speaking in your native language like it was just wild you're yeah. gonna and then a lot of the things that they focused on within the celebration was like oh africa that was one of their biggest things like we're gonna show africa's nature and how we're working on policies to make it better not we're trying to help them with covid supply masks and supplies mm-hmm. they need but we're going to work on their nature we're going to make sure their river is still running and then the <laughs> shots that they showed was like pollution mm-hmm. it was like dirt everywhere so it was, pro- was some kind of propaganda flies on their face it was like what are y'all doing this you're still bad and now they're even they're pushing further with them, making William talk to a black person. Like, I guess the staff was black day and they were free yes. that day. Or I mm-hmm. don't know. They were like off to go do whatever they needed to do. But they're really pushing this. We like black people phase yeah. right now. So, so yeah. JTG was, was telling us in pre-production that mm-hmm. there, there's actually an application somewhere. Is it on indeed career builder where they're hiring blacks? <laughs> like, where do I, <laughs> what are they paying? Like, it, it's more like right now, it, it's uh, in case of emergency, break glass, right? For That's black. what type for black people. They, <laughs> they, right now, they just need to be seen with as many black people or people of color as possible. Right mm-hmm. now, see, we know they exist, yeah. yeah. And then they're like eight feet apart from yeah. them with the mask on, just standing see, there, super That's social distancing. So it's funny. I saw somebody said on on I was checking my Twitter machine, and somebody on there said mm-hmm. Meghan Markle's mom shaking her locks at the wedding was the final straw. <laughs> <laughs> Meghan Markle's a very fair-skinned woman, but they're still like... Yeah, and she has been... She was being nothing but supportive, but she wasn't getting anything back. And that's what really influenced her decision to just Mm -hmm. walk away or to Mm -hmm. talk to Harry about walking away because, like, they just didn't support them. They covered for other senior members of the family before they covered for her and her husband and her child, and that's just not the way to live. Yeah, no, not at all. Ah, that's terrible. Um, shout out to Megan and Harry. I'm happy that they left the royal family and they're looking like it's going to be back. And of course, it's gonna, looking like work this out, is right? better for them. And I feel like this is the same thing that Princess Di wanted. Yeah. You know, like a normal upbringing. But oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, People yeah, you, you know like you have now. your duties and whatever, but just be as normal as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. I guess all I want to say is mental health is wealth. Mental so, health as well. Facts. Just want to leave it at that. Invest in yourself. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that she was able to reach out and say, look, I need help. Mind you, she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. I need help. I need help. That It takes a lot of guts to like, it takes like a lot of guts to actually admit that you need help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when somebody does it, you need to listen. There's a big push a on mental health and stuff like that. But when situations like this happen, you see people on the internet and stuff saying, I don't believe her. How could she be like this and be like this in this big palace and this and that? I was at the dentist the other day and the lady assistant that was helping me, which started going off. There's a TV on in there mm-hmm. and she just starts talking to me. She's like, I don't believe nothing she's saying. She's saying this and that. And that. I was like, uh, okay. You can't so, tell people how to feel. How to feel. Yeah, right. You cannot. If right. she felt trapped, if she felt like she lost her independence and she lost herself and she couldn't find herself and she was done, listen to her. And I commend Harry for doing that. I commend him yeah. for putting his wife above all and just walking away from the BS. Yeah. The thing that sucks is that he got sh- ripped. His, he everything got, got yeah. Everything got ripped off of him. His military awards, his status, military yeah. ranking, his family, his mm-hmm. funds, his yeah. title... Whatever he has, the woman of his dreams and his two 
happy, healthy kids. Happy spouse, happy house. I like it. Yeah. I mean, Kay, you look like if if Kay went, came face to face with Kate, she would probably curse her out like Kirk Franklin did his son. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ashamed of you, Kate. Do with, better. With Do melodies better. of heaven on background. Oh my god. Alright. So and that was Hot Buzz. I see what you did there. Yeah. Kay, you wanna kinda transition us into what we call tots. Topic of the show. Tater tots. Sure. Here they are. Crispy and sizzling. Oh, yeah. Salt and pepper. Do you even mm. sizzle tater tots? Yes, like, you can. You, what you do you mean in the oil? I thought you put it... Oh, I thought you dip it in like deep fried a tater tot. And it still sizzles. The oil sizzles. That's yeah. the sound you were just hearing, sir. Got it. Anyway. Go ahead, chef. Today's topic... <laughs> we're going to take a little page out of the royal family and we're going to talk about family and marriage. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with it? Just You're coming into a new family... And this is going to be your family, so you're going to have to adapt somehow. So we're going to discuss family, relationships, marriage, the whole shebang. Yes. Okay. So who wants to go first? Stan? Uh, Sure. KTG? Which one? I I learned a long time ago that, um, like, dad was always saying, when my dad was saying, when you marry someone, you also marry the entire family. So I always took that to heart. Where sometimes you meet someone and they be, could be great and everything. Maybe the the friends that they hang around with, because that's that's what they mean by family too. Is their whole their whole universe. You're merging with them like the Milky Way galaxy. You're merging with everything they're doing. So you have to be considerate of all of that, or else you'll get into these positions where you say, "Oh, I like you, but I hate your friends. I hate that friends." Thankfully, I've never been in a in a position where I have a girl that I really like and all of my friends hate them. Well, I'm lying. I've been in those positions. <laughs> what? I've been in those positions yeah, multiple times. I was about to say, wasn't times. that like all one through yeah. 99 minus me? Like, yeah, I've, I've been through. The, like, <laughs> oh the difference God. is, I was never serious about those women, so okay. it didn't really matter. Like, and and I had my my, my younger my my sister. She was always like the barometer that my brother and I would use. If she's making a screw face. Then we know, okay, she doesn't like this one. And it would make things very awkward. So for those who are unaware, a screw face is basically a Jamaican term for an angry face. Mm. Uncomfortable, irritable, you don't want to be there anymore. So you basically just put all your emotions on your face. Then vex. So with that, I always take that into consideration. But a lot of people don't. That's why you see. and, And I don't know how much you should take that into consideration. I think you should for happiness. If it's just for love. Maybe you're in a position where you're marrying outside of your race or something like that, and your family's just being jerks. And if you really love that person, then it's not going to happen. I'm going to choose that person. But when you get into a position where you're marrying someone anyways, and you get, you have to understand that you're going to deal with all of the baggage mm-hmm. that comes with that family. Maybe they're great. They're supportive. They will help you out with anything you need. Cool. Maybe they're leeching. They know you got some money. They want to want to get everything out of you. You have to understand that. Maybe they're just assholes, jerks, and they're absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. You have to take that into consideration. So when you marry someone, you marry everything that comes along with it. Now, whether how you act on that, if you, you're cantankerous and you're combative, you can handle that however you handle it. But just know that's what's coming with it. JTG? Uh, I mean, Stan said a lot. So, um, I, all I have to say is when it comes to people uh, being in a relationship such as uh, marriage, right? 
this is beyond any sort of just like regular uh, girlfriend slash boyfriend thing you know um that's a step that the two of you guys took together right and generally speaking when you are dealing with your significant other your significant other is supposed to take precedent above pretty much everyone else right and it's a joy to have a spouse that gets along with everyone in your circle that's one of the that could be that i i believe that's one of the greatest things that you could ever experience you and your spouse and all the family members coming together and everything looks like a freaking movie right and everybody gets along and you're hugging and all that stuff but in reality that's not always going to be the case right um so that leaves you you guys in the uh, spousal relationship to make up your minds and say okay um there's a possibility that some one family might not like the other one family might not like the spouse um specific members might not like Mm -hmm. each other you got to accept the reality right yeah so the whole point is to realize that you know there's a there's a reality that you have to you have to deal with you have to deal with the consequences you got to deal with the good and the bad there's no such thing as completely good doesn't exist right so i would just say i mean as long as you truly believe that your person is worth your time right and your love go for it do what you got to do right yeah the situation is like it's kind of tricky because maybe you have this vision of this person that you're with right but your family sees something else something else that you're not seeing so it's like it's always tricky to know whether you should follow your heart or what Ah. you think your heart is telling you Mm -hmm. and what your family's telling you because they see things that you don't see because you have on these rose colored love lenses and you're not really seeing the person for who they are yeah i'll throw something else out there for you there's a possibility that your uh, circle is seeing something that they want to see because they don't like. So there's so many sides to all this. You mean like they they like your last girl and they don't like this new girl. Exactly. And then they always kind of find a way to bring her up in conversation. The parents parents is always good. Hey, what had that other nice little girl used to Mm -hmm. do? The the one that used to bring me flowers, like things Mm -hmm. like that. So uh, again, like, you know, you got to just... Be prepared to deal with the reality of the situation, because let's let's be honest. Let's be completely honest. As far when you when the, when people are driven right mm-hmm. to be with a particular individual, right, you can tell them that their significant other that they want to be with is a freaking axe murderer. You're not changing <laughs> their mind. Let's let's be real. Oh, you see you you see it right. Look at what was going on with uh with uh. The couple, the very couple that we were just talking about, right? We're talking about Harry and Meghan, right? Mm-hmm. All the crap that was going on. But you know what's funny about that? What's Harry that? did say that in the beginning, mm-hmm. he he thought that they received her well. And then what happened? And then it just started to unravel mm-hmm. after they got married. And look what happened in, at the end result. He, the lost, reality. he lost his family, but, exactly. and he's fine with it. Exactly. And he wants a relationship with them, but, but they just don't want a relationship with him. Because at the end of the day, you walked away from family. Mm-hmm. So, like, is he in the wrong for doing this? Like, he walked away from what he knew for 30-plus years, and 
stumbled across this woman he's only been with for three years and now he's building a family with her if you want to get down to it we can say that people's visions of what's right and what's wrong very very different so the family right chilling in uh, the uk believes that harry is so wrong Right, and Megan's so wrong. Not only the family, the entire UK kingdom tabloids and all are that are blaming Megan on his exit. Which, which the Queen could stop all of them tabloids. She but can, but she's not going exactly. to. Exactly. Now, what is Harry thinking? Harry's like, well, I'm in the right. I have my wife. My family is growing. We're gonna be okay here. Sometimes, so who's really wrong in this situation? So yeah, so they're growing and do it right. Sometimes, what happens is you're young. And your parents or your family trying to look out for you. Mm-hmm. And you say, no, I'm going to figure this all out. And mm-hmm. run off with somebody you mm-hmm. probably shouldn't be running off with. Because again, that. roast into glasses. Mm-hmm. And then shit goes upside down. And then you try to, you got to humble yourself and run back to them. So uh-huh. All, all we're really saying is just, just be mindful of oh, that sure. concept. That when you marry someone, when you're with someone in this long-term relationship, you're with the family as well. Mm-hmm. Both of you, and you, and if you're lucky, mm-hmm. like you said, JTG, mm-hmm. your families will mesh and mesh well, mm-hmm. and that's like the ultimate goal Absolutely. to be one united family, mm-hmm. so that you're not fighting over who spends Thanksgiving with who and who mm-hmm. spends Christmas with who, but you guys can actually come together and do it together if it works out. That's the goal, and that's the beauty of you know unifying your family and mm-hmm. having such a good relationship between the two sp- the mm-hmm. two families. But a lot of things that's uh, one thing that's been on my mind is like, who do you believe in a situation when it comes to like cheating oh, as see? far as into integrating your family? Like if you're let's say your family says, oh, I seen your girl X, Y and Z with homeboy. And then she, you confront her and she goes, they're lying. I wasn't with anybody. Who do you believe in a situation? Are you believing her or you or him or are you believing your family? Because like you guys said, your family could be out trying to sabotage your whole relationship. And, and, and you see, uh, again, um, you know, as, as time has gone on, right, I realized that uh, the world definitely is not black and white, right? People have their biases, right? Their, their thought processes, uh, whatever, right? So <laughs> you have to make choices, right? And you got to be prepared to live with the choices that you make. So, yeah, let's say that you let's say that your family is right and your significant other was cheating. Right. And they copped with and all that stuff. Right. Then there's another choice. Do you stay with them? Do you leave? Sometimes people cheat. And it's that one time that they cheat and then they decide to stay together and work things out and things go gravy from there. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's nothing is a given. Right. There's no hundred percent. This is going to happen. This is how my life is going to go. You're going to experience, there's going to be some twists and turns and curveballs, maybe not to the extreme of cheating, but other things can happen. You could have a really crappy argument with each other, and you guys don't talk to each other for a week, and then your co-worker um, that looks awesome, mm-hmm. right? Your work husband or work wife. Long tongue Tyrone. Yes. This, they say, hey, you want to go grab lunch? Mm-hmm. And then they want to grab something else. So it's like, <laughs> so, you know, you... you you just got you got to be prepared to make choices that that's what i'm really you make choices and be prepared to deal with that outcome make good choices and then make more good choices yeah i like it yeah there you go that's all i got all right i guess we can 
successfully close out this segment of tots yeah, like pretty, pretty stan tough. said just be mindful of what you're getting yourself into mm-hmm. and hopefully the situation works out to the best of you know the best possible outcome where yep. both families are happy and you're happy and all the drama is gone yeah we're not telling you to curse out your entire family Absolutely curse not. out his or her entire family we're just telling you to be cerebral and be mindful that this is something that's going to happen you can't tell you can't get angry when your significant other is going to see their mom or, or dad that has a problem with you mm. it's, it's a part of life Mm. You can't go beat them up either. Don't don't. Yeah, don't don't. <laughs> Those videos always go viral. Somebody's also, parents. also one one thing that I want to bring up is, if you're meeting the family, give your significant other the cheat sheet. Let them know who the crazy uncle is. Mm. Let them know who the crazy aunt is. Mm. Let them know who's probably gonna say something upside down and don't take offense to it. You know, give them the heads up. Don't have them walking in there blind at Thanksgiving dinner. And 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 then be called a raggedy bitch, raggedy by, the, bitch. By, the, by the by the joking uncle. Yeah, let, right. let, let, let this raggedy let, bitch in my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. When you overhear the mom asking, "Where that other little girl, little girl with the big titties? Where she at? Why I liked her? Oh, Don't wow. you know what the I'm saying? Don't the big you know, titties. You know I mean? No, that sounds like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So give your significant other the cheat sheet. Mm-hmm. Give them a heads up. Give them a disclaimer. Let them know. Make it make it a seamless transition, please. Well, as seamless as you can yeah. make it. As seamless as you can make yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Shout wow. out to the lovers and out there. And also give also give your family the heads up. If you know your chick Ooh, or your yeah. dude don't eat pork, don't make the pornil. Oh, wow. Don't 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 make no bacon covered or bacon wrapped asparagus. Mm-hmm. They don't eat pork. Mm-hmm. Be nice. I see what's happening here. Can you make some bacon wrapped asparagus? Maybe I was thinking about it, but then it makes your piece stink, so I don't know. Oh. Ooh. Thanks, mm. Chef. <laughs> With that, we are moving on to what Kay calls Debunking Your Childhood. Yay. This is the point in the pod where we revisit your favorite childhood TV show, movie, listen to your song, play mm. your game. Do it with our adult eyes and make you wonder why you thought it was cool when you were growing up. So today I got hit because (laughs) when I grew up, I actually enjoyed this film. It wasn't until I met these idiots Mm -hmm. that my eyes were awoken, awoken or awakened. They were open, basically. And now I realize that this shit was awful. Terrible. Yeah. Basura. Because trash. Because what's his name? Zack Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) Joel Schumacher. No, the one that's coming. Justice League. Oh yes, yes, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Because Jack Snyder. Because Zack Snyder is coming out with his four-hour Justice League film Mm -hmm. next Thursday, the day we drop this podcast. Mm -hmm. I decided that we are going to rewatch the 1997 classic Batman and Robin by. Joel Schumacher. There you go. So, guys, this is the first time in debunking history where I ever wrote three pages of <laughs> shit. Like, this movie was really, really bad. I, I don't know why I liked it in the first place. But first of all, like, mm-hmm. the opening credits, we see Batman and Robin just getting dressed. And what really stuck out was the fact that the suit had bat nipples. Bat nipples. Like, there was, and it was, like, perky. 
don't, think don't, it's cold. Don't discount the bat crotch. I'm not done. Oh, it was okay. like bat nipples. There was bird nipples. There was butt. <laughs> there was crotches. Mm-hmm. There was bird beaks. Like everything was just like zoomed in, zoomed in, outlandish. Mm-hmm. Them running, seeing their crazy things because they got a call that said Mr. Freeze played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. I was trying to suppress. Your, your Papa Johnism was happening. The N word because yeah. you know it's so hard. Yeah. He. Starts Mr. Freeze, and he is actually causing havoc in Gotham City. What else is new? The place is full of crime every single day, 24-7. Yeah, 24-7 yeah, yeah. so, crime. I don't know why Batman even sleeps. No, shouldn't. And the first thing that we noticed about Mr. Freeze is that he just, his lines are always pun-filled. Like, somebody sat and literally wrote his whole script in puns with ice puns. Mm. Cold can, puns. Can you give us some of those puns? Maybe Let's you guys can. Ice. ice to meet you. <laughs> chill out. Everybody just chill. No, that's all we got? Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's what's that comes <laughs> to my mind, think honestly. Alright, that's fine, that's fine, that's yeah. fine. Um, and then everybody who's a DC or hero fan knows that Batman has two identities, Batman and Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. So what Bruce Wayne tries to do is whenever he goes undercover as Batman, he tries to, you know, change his voice so that it's kinda hard for people to recognize who it is. Mm-hmm. Not George Clooney. Nope. You knew Bruce Wayne was Batman. He never changed his voice. Absolutely not. I'll give you a demonstration. Stan, can you please do the original Batman voice? Batman always talks like this. I'm Batman. Thank you. And JTG, can you please do George Clooney's voice? Hello, I'm Batman. Now, can you do Bruce Wayne's voice as George Clooney? Hello, I'm Bruce Wayne. Yes. So, that was the problem. That was a big problem for us. Like, you are not hiding your identity at all. Everyone knows it's you, but they're acting like they're stupid for some reason. <laughs> then we also meet our famous commissioner, Gordon, who right. looks like he's about 78. Yeah, he looked like this he had one, no but reason. Other than that, he's usually, you know, like the fierce commissioner right. out on the front line, always trying to catch the bad guy. But this one was just in a wheelchair and <laughs> yeah. using a walker to get to where he needed to get to. And it just didn't make right. any sense for us. Mm-hmm. We also have... Um, Mr. Freeze acting like Senator Palpatine, where he's instructing his hockey henchmen players to mm-hmm. kill them. Kill them all. Yeah, kill mm-hmm. them all. Mm-hmm. When do we kill in Batman? Unless it's not even in the video games. No. Unless no. it's like a dark side of the web Batman, but yeah. we, we usually don't kill anybody, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing that was impressive is that Alfred, who secretly <laughs> dies when you don't look at him, yes, he actually invented new shoes where all you need to do is click him twice kind of mm-hmm. like dorothy yell out go go bat skates and good, magic good. skates comes out of their shoes where they are able to skate across the ice floor and know how to play hockey so something about this film that will always stand out for me is the fact that they always had gadgets for like every every single thing mm-hmm. like the bat skates like what what continue okay so i guess like every criminal Mr. Freeze tries to escape into a rocket thrown into space and Robin thinks that it's smart of him to kind of hook himself to the outside. And the higher they're going, everyone knows that the higher the altitude, the harder to breathe. Mm -hmm. However, they were about, what, 300 feet away from the sun and he... (laughs) Wait, wait, what? That's awesome. That's awesome. And he was able to breathe as Mr. Freeze hit the emergency button and dropped all the way down to Earth and then... Batman makes it 
well, I guess Robin finally gets into the rocket, unfreezes Batman's hands, who was iced onto the rocket by Mr. Freeze, and Mm -hmm. they both surf on old parts of the rocket all Mm -hmm. the way back down to Earth, using their cape, yelling Kaobanga like they were the turtles, Mm -hmm. and... It was just it was just really unrealistic because they were able to do flips and the piece was still hanging on the bottom of their feet. I guess it was kind of like a go-go gadget uh, skateboard yeah, or go-go exactly. bat skateboard or whatever. They chase Freeze. They almost get him until he freezes Robin. And Batman has a tough decision. Go after the bad guy or create a bat sauna and put Robin in there to defrost him because he only has 11 minutes to live, according to Mr. Freeze. Yeah, 11 minutes. Who is a doctor, so I guess you only have 11 minutes to live once you're frozen. So, Texas, I don't know how you did it, but you guys managed to do it. I mean, also, there's the fact that, you know, whenever somebody was completely frozen, they wouldn't be able to breathe. So, I guess you could survive. I guess we're ignoring that little tidbit, too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Forget it. So, then once a Robin finally freezes and is very and very curious, did we get him? Did we get him? Knowing he was a problem that they didn't catch him, we are introduced to our new villain, or another villain, mm-hmm. Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. So, as there's a meeting with the Ununited Nations. Beautiful. They create Bane. Everyone knows Bane as being this huge guy that with mm-hmm. venom coming into his i guess his veins, veins. through mm-hmm. like some kind of tube Tubes. equipment or yep. whatever it is mm-hmm. his steroids and mixed with viagra i don't know what not viagra because i didn't see any erect penises in this movie unless you have the dark version of it mm. continue okay and maybe on bane's only it's out there it's out there bane's only fans mm. oh, one of them so as he's doing that you know poison ivy who is pamela isley that's correct mm-hmm. yep wonderful She's a botanist and she witnesses this crime happening and she goes over to the mad scientist and says, you can't do this. This is accurate. And then accurate. he's like, shut the fuck up. And then he actually pushes her after he makes a pass at her like a skis ball. He She says no. He actually throws her onto the floor, throws a bunch of chemicals on her. And for some reason, the ground is just filled with poison to the point where it breaks open and she drops into it. Mm-hmm. And she's in there for about two minutes and then emerges as a sexy, hot, redhead. She dyed blonde and came back redheaded. Mm-hmm. And now she has all this poison running through her veins and now she's dubbed Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we move on from meeting Poison Ivy and we're back to the Wayne, Institute, the Wayne home where we see... Alfred's niece, who was played by, we don't, we're still on the fence with this, whether it's Alicia Silverstone or Alicia Silverstone, One but she hot. comes to visit. Mm-hmm. And she's basically his sister's picnic. Mm. Um, but child. before we get there, we see a little, a little um, glimpse of our other criminal, Mr. Freeze, teaching a frozen choir how to sing the Mr. Christmas song, Mr. Snowmiser. Yes. Whatever yes. it is. Yep, yep. He's trying to teach them to sing, and they're actually dying because they're freezing. Whatever. And then along the way, there's just a lot of annoying, tilted camera angles for, like, every scene that's not relevant. It's very frustrating to look at. You're constantly having to tilt your head over to see what the (laughs) hell is going on. But whatever. So we meet Alicia, who's just sneaking out of the house every day through the window, like old school, with the, you know, the whole tie down the rope thing. Mm -hmm. And nobody knows where she's going. And I guess the surveillance camera didn't pick it up. Whatever. Then we see... Batman and Robin book some kind of convention or some kind of gala where they can lure Mr. Freeze into the place, probably killing hundreds of people, but who gives a fuck, right? Because all our (laughs) mission is to, you know, 
handcuff freeze. Mm-hmm. So they actually go to a gala, and there we see Poison Ivy also go to the gala because, you know, she's into the earth, and she's just trying to get her point across. She doesn't really care how many humans get murdered as long as her plants are living. Yep. So we see her pop up, do a strict tease like the slut she is. Oh, my God. And mm. she starts to spray her pheromones all over Batman and Robin to get, try and get their attention, and they start bidding on her. And then we see the infamous Batman Bat credit card. That's awesome. That has about $7 million on it. So he wanted to charge his card and pay for pussy. But <laughs> didn't really happen. So while the world's like burning and everything's going wrong, then we see Alicia Silverstone was out there riding a bike all night. Nobody cared. Nobody questioned it. She was just out there doing her thing. Come to find out she was doing some Fast and Furious shit where she was riding motorcycles with hooligans Mm -hmm. and betting and basically damn near dying when one of them sabotaged the race yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and as she's going over the cliff who saves her but robin oh yeah he followed her stalker is he a stalker or is he just trying to make sure that she was good maybe he just wanted his equipment back because she definitely stole that motorcycle he definitely did. Well, on the way, when they finally get back home, we find out that Alfred is dying. Not yes, sick. not just sick, but he is dying. We don't know how, but he just started the movie dying. It, we knew that from the opening credits when we saw him. He like he was in the corner, like losing. It. He's, He's wheezing. Dying. He's like wheezing and like, hunched enough. over and all that. Mm. Yeah, there we go. Mm. So then we get to another scene where we see Poison Ivy is helping Mister Freeze escape from the prison. She figures that they can team up. It's better to have two bad guys on the same side mm. than to work separately. Mm. So that was their master plan. And as they realize that, or as Batman gets wind that Poison Ivy helped Mr. Freeze escape, his million-dollar question is, why would she help him? Hmm. Why would a bad person help a bad person? Why would they form an alliance? (laughs) Why would they try to beat me? I don't don't understand. Mm, I'm Batman. Whatever. So after that, we have Freeze jumping into his home, and he says the line, what is all these uninvited guests doing there? But then the boys pointed out that his mouth actually didn't move. Yeah, they like dubbed so in he, the, the audio over. It's terrible. Yeah, he kind of telepathically told the the cops, what are you doing in my home? Yeah. Without moving his mouth. And then he switches the heat on to freeze. You know, Texas style. <laughs> because we all have that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so after they had the big old brawl, fight, 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 fight. Mm-hmm. Here goes Poison Ivy again, being little holes spraying her little pheromones Robin gets hype and then Batman's like yo she's going to kill you you need to stop chasing her and in his mind he's hearing I'm jealous I'm jealous I'm jealous I'm jealous yeah, he's a hater so mm-hmm. at the end of the at the end of the argument Robin announces that he's going to go solo he pulled David Ruffin from the temptations and oh announced his departure from the group <laughs> but yeah he still goes to the man's house to go live whatever <laughs> it makes sense um, Mr. Freeze gives Ivy instructions to get his wife, who he's trying to find a cure for her, this McGregor stage something disease. disease. Yeah, he's yeah. still trying to find a cure, so he kind of puts her in a medically induced coma. And he tells Ivy, you go get my wife, I'll go back and do what I gotta do. And Ivy's like, yeah, fuck that. And he kind of, she kind of kills his wife. Whatever. 
Alfred speaks to his niece and tells her, hey, I need you to get this disc over to my brother, but don't open it. And then she goes, you don't know who the fuck you're talking to. And she opens it and tries to figure out what it is. And on this disc is all the secrets of being Batman. Batman, Batman, Robin, Cave, Batcave, whatever. It's just all the secrets. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do Batgirl. So what does she do? She suits up. So we get to see more breasts, more butt, more nipples, more (laughs) crotch, everything all over again. This is what the world needs. And <laughs> <laughs> out of anger, Freeze's deci- Freeze, Mr. Freeze decides that he's going to freeze the entire city of Gotham to get back at Batman for pulling the plug on his wife when she was already a potato. Mm-hmm. So he goes to town and where they're, expo- uh, I guess, um, displaying their new, what do you call it? Um telescope and he's like yeah i'm gonna freeze the whole town using this telescope wah, 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 wah. Mm-hmm. so he gets up with this elaborate plan and he starts to freeze the town and robin gets his own signal from poison ivy who's obviously luring him into her hole so that she can <laughs> kill him but whatever i believe hole. uh the thing that robin said was i'm trying to find out if everything is green Correct. There, there's a lot of sex jokes there was in here, sex, there's a lot of a sex innuendo stuff in this movie but continue okay yeah so he ends up going to her lair and she and batman already i guess told him be careful of her ass whatever so she tells him her plans and then she's he's like all right one kiss so they kiss and she thinks that her kiss which usually kills people because mm-hmm. her lips are kind of poisonous but when she finally kisses robin he reveals to her that he had on rubber lips. So he kind of removed <laughs> mm-hmm. the chap from his Terrible. lips and he stayed alive. Mm-hmm. This pisses her off. She mm-hmm. throws him into the water. All her vines are like trying to get him. So, you know, he's drowning. Going, mm, 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 I'm drowning. Mm-hmm. And then Batman jumps from the sky and he goes, I'll save you. And then her vines go, no, you won't. And then he has her trapped up. And then next thing you know, we have Barbara, who is, this is the first time we actually hear her name. This is Barbara. This is Batgirl. She's mm-hmm. here to save the day. They get into a bitch fight and... She starts doing splits, and then we see Robin in the pool, drowning. He comes up for air, and then they decide to rewind the footage, and he goes back to drowning. We don't know why, (laughs) but they did that. And after she defeats Poison Ivy, gets her on tape saying that she killed Mr. Freeze's wife, she ends up going into her Mario-style Venus flytrap and just laying there going, I'm dead. So she's dead, but she's not really. And they end up running over to Gotham City to try and save the town from Mr. Freeze freezing it. And they come up with this elaborate plan to redesign satellites from around the world because it's, you know, it's nighttime here, but it's daytime there. So they realigned it so that the sun can hit the satellites just right and start to defrost the town. Mm -hmm. And while he's doing that, then we have Batgirl and Robin fighting Bane. And then they realize that all they need to do is plug out his electricity in the back of his head top and he will die. And that's exactly what happened. They plugged out all his venom and he shrunk into a little puny, puny man. And instead of saving him, they just left him there to die. Another un-Batman-like thing. Yeah, they definitely Because Batman's him. a big advocate on putting you in prison. Yeah. But whatever, they didn't care. Then we have a little scuff between Batman and Mr. Freeze. And while they're fighting, we have the defrosted scientists hanging for dear life. And Batman's like, now nah, y'all gonna hold on a little bit longer while I fix everything I need to fix. Then we have the telescope drop into death. Batman manages to save the the um, scientists. He drops them in the middle of no fucking where, literally on the cliff with a water and literally, they're probably dead. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure once that tide comes in, yeah, they're dead. 
he picks up Batgirl and Robin and they try to finish defrosting the town which they managed to do Batman says we saved your wife now I need you to save Alfred you know the cure to Mr. Garrett's disease stage one of (laughs) Mr. Garrett's disease (laughs) you know it you know it so he's like I do know it and then he opens his little jacket gives him the venom and says here give him two of these and call me in the morning so after that they get to the house they put it in his little ivy thing and Alfred lives. And after he lives, he tells the girl, bitch, you going back to school. And she's like, now nah, we partners. And they do the bullshit all for one, one for all. And now we have Batgirl, Robin, and Batman running at the end of the movie. And Alfred's living saying, we need a new Batcave. We need a bigger. And that's the end of Batman and Robin. Yeah. The way it ends, they really, really wanted a sequel. Yeah. A sequel. Yeah. The young K would have been all over the moon for that. I mean, yeah, maybe. No, you wouldn't but like as that. an adult, it was a shitty film. Like it's hard to watch. This yeah. film was so bad, mm-hmm. so un Batman like, mm-hmm. so uncharacteristic, and it just didn't make sense. So many loopholes, so many plot holes, so many what the one liners, the cinematography. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did try. They tried. Like the graphics were kind of there, but mm-hmm. damn. Like JTG was saying, they definitely had an A for effort, but. It's hard to do. It's like making a shit pie and you do it to the best of your ability. At the end of the day, it's still a shit pie. It's just pie. Yeah. We're chitting it. <laughs> it was garbage. Yeah. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like he's usually. I usually enjoy Arnold Schwarzenegger when he's doing these films, his one liners and stuff. But this was tough because everything it was is a forced. pun. It was forced. Yeah. It was a forced pun. He, Arnold's, on ice. Arnold's basically a walking pun. So when you pun on top of the pun, mm-hmm. it's too much. Mm hmm. George Did you say Cole? that we were getting punished? Oh my goodness. Uh. See? George Clooney, he was he was a, an awful Batman, yeah. to say the least. And that's the biggest part of being Batman. I don't care if you're not a group, good Bruce Wayne. Um, I didn't think um, Christian Bale. Bale was a great Bruce Wayne, but it mm-hmm. didn't matter because he nailed the Batman. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. There was 17 different storylines happening at once. It's just this whole movie is a mess. Mm-hmm. This whole film is a mess. It's a myth. So it's a two hour and change mess. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, what are you rating this? We're gonna give it a, a, a <laughs> yo a two. <laughs> a two it has to be a two because like we said, we'll give them points for the graphics that they yeah, tried, but yeah. like at the end of the day, there was like seven different storylines trying to mesh into one, and it was just very unrealistic, especially if you were a Batman fan, like. He just yeah. did things that he wouldn't do. Yeah, yeah. After, rough. after the renaissance of comic book films, now mm-hmm. people go back and watch this. It's it's gonna be so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have Avengers Endgame exists. Mm-hmm. So it's going yeah. back to this. I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, with that being said, that was debunking your childhood. Where we do it week to week. Mm-hmm. We are sorry, but we're not sorry because this is what we do and this is what we love to do. Thank Ruin you for your that. Childhood. Okay. And that destroying that movie, well-deserved movie to be destroyed. With that, we're moving on to recommendations. And I'm going to start it off just to heal everybody's brains after that. I'm going to recommend that you go out and watch Christopher Nolan's 2008 film, The Dark Knight. Mm. It stars Heath Ledger, rest in peace, won an Oscar for his posthumous uh, posthumously won an Oscar for his portrayal as the Joker. Mm. Christian Bale 
reprises his role as Batman. Gary Oldman goes in as Jim Gordon. It is a great film. It's the middle film of a trilogy. It is just an amazing watch. That opening sequence is spectacular. Check it out. The Dark Knight, HBO Max. Do it. Okay, you got anything? Yes. Um, first, before I go into what I want to recommend, we have a recommendation from one of our listeners, Mr. Derek Riley. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening, and we appreciate any feedback and recommendations that anyone wants to send our way. But mm-hmm. his recommendation is for you guys to watch the show Banshees. Banshee. And I guess you can find it on, I want to say, maybe Apple TV. HBO Max, yeah. You can find it on HBO you can Max. Find, I yeah. want to say you can find it on, yes, HBO Max. Now, I don't know what I was thinking about Apple TV. Maybe <laughs> I was looking at hours. But, yes, you can watch it on HBO Max. He highly recommends it. This is definitely one of the shows we will be watching yeah. mm-hmm. when we have a little bit of downtime. But if you have more downtime than we do, definitely check it out. And my recommendation is Hell's Kitchen. Yes, it's an oldie but a goodie. I always heard about this show, never really sat down and watched it until I, you know, just got curious one day. But Hell's Kitchen is a competition show between amateur cooks and they are fighting to be Chef Gordon Ramsay's head chef at one of his restaurants in Los and oh, sorry, Las Vegas mm-hmm. with a quarter million dollar um, salary. I'll take it. What? Quite and there's a, there's a bunch of competitions that you have Damn. to do, a bunch of things to prove yourself, and you have to do a successful dinner service to people that come into the restaurant. You can find this on Hulu. Mm-hmm. I think they have about seasons 10 to like 20-something maybe on Hulu, but it's a really good show, and it really gets your gears Damn. turning on what you would want to cook in your own home, mm. and it's just amazing to see it, and I totally recommend it. I'm obsessed. I think these guys are getting obsessed because I have it on all the time. So mm-hmm. check it out. Hell's Kitchen, Chef Gordon Ramsay on Hulu. Well, to be clear, whatever reality show K is watching, we automatically, by default, start watching. Correct. So if 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 you go on the show, you could get a $250,000 salary? It sounds better when you say a quarter million. So what do we have to do to get you on there? I need to learn how to cook. <laughs> All right. Jada Gray, mm-hmm. what you got? My recommendation, guys, is to drink plenty of water. Thank you. I like it. I like it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, hear this rhyme. Grab your pencil or pen. It's quiz time. Now, uh, this quiz category is going to be gotta start with in Every single answer in this in this uh, series of questions will begin with I-N. Stan, ready? Ready. Okay, ready? Ready. Excellent. Let's do this. First one. What does an entomologist study? What does an entomologist study? What do they do? So it has to start with the letters I-N. That is correct. And what is it? Entomology? Entomologist. Next one. The safe controlled space... For babies to develop in. Safe, controlled space for babies to develop in. Mm -hmm. Such as preemies. Next, oh my god. So, the next one. When someone is placed ceremoniously into something like the Hall of Fame. What is it called? They are what? Put them in the Hall of Fame. 
Next one. If something is impossible to avoid, like the changing of seasons, or you having to take a poop when you have bubble guts, what is it called? <laughs> it's impossible to avoid, ladies and gentlemen. Last one. Can, I'm sorry, can you repeat question four again? Is that allowed? Absolutely, absolutely. If something is impossible to avoid, like the changing of the seasons, or you having to take a poop when you have bubble guts, what is it called? You can't avoid it. Oh, my friends, we're overthinking. Like me winning. You can't avoid it. Next one. And final one. When someone cheats on their partner, it is known as what? Let's do it. Oh, man. Mr. Stan seems very confident this week as opposed to last week. Let's see what happens. <laughs> First one. What does an entomologist study? Stan, what do you have? Intometry. Okay. What the hell? Okay, what do you have? Insects. Okay, good job. Uh, the next one. The safe, controlled space for babies to develop in. Stan, what do you have? Incubator. Okay, what do you have? Incubator. Okay, 2-1. Very good, guys. Uh, when someone is placed ceremoniously into something like the Hall of Fame, there, what? Okay, what do you put? Inducted. Stan, what do you put? Inducted. 3-2. Good job. Number four. If something is impossible to avoid, what's it called? Stan, what do you have? Inevitable. Okay. <laughs> inescapable so I was looking for inevitable however inescapable does actually apply it does apply oh yeah yeah it's a it does apply and you know what I I was uh, looking at some of these words and I said a lot of these words you know they have a Synonyms so, and stuff, so, so, if, and so if you have, let me ask you this: If you What's have up? a multiple choice test mm-hmm. and it's A, B, C, D, and she, same puts, thing, she yes. puts E, but Stan. that means it means the same thing. That, and then you have to choose one. But JTG never said in the beginning of the quiz that the words had to match exactly, exactly what, what he has in his his list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very good. I wish the listeners could see the shit eating grin on oh, Kay's K, face K right now. Oh, K is feeling it. K, K is getting away with murder right now. Oh yeah. And it, it, no, it, it works. Very good. Very good. What is it? We're 4-3, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Last but not least, when someone cheats on their partner, it is known as what? Okay, what'd you put? Infidelity. Stan, what do you have? When someone cheats on a quiz, it is known as infidelity. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. And her name is Kayla Watson. Woo! This is this give is very me, interesting. Thing. No, give me my flowers. This is very interesting. You know what? Give me my flowers I like because it. Mm-hmm. I, I was very grateful for when you won. Remember? When you won, I gave mm-hmm. you your flowers. Mm-hmm. I didn't you deserve know what? it. Mm-hmm. You know what? Congrats. I can give you some of the uh, the substitute sugar that Amazon, <laughs> Amazon sent me You're incorrectly. You're such a hater. Just give, me my, just give me my flowers. Where's my applause, buddy? Okay. Yeah. Give it to me. Come on. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. No such thing as a sore loser in this vicinity. None at all. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate you. Guys and gals, thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Drink plenty of water. good choices. Yeah. Yeah. Put beard oil in your beard and stuff. Be nice to the family. I forgot to do it this morning. (laughs) Beard's dry. (laughs) Bye, everybody. See you next week.